Good morning, good morning, everybody. This is Pastor Jay with the Anointed Radio Show. And we're going to go ahead and get started like usual with a scripture and a prayer. And our scripture today will be coming from Luke 6 and 37. And it says, do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. What you give out will come back to you. So make sure that you, when, whatever you're giving out, it's in the line of what God's will is. Amen. 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 Father, thank you, Lord, for all the things that you're doing. Protect us right now. Be with us. Encourage us. As we go to our churches, wake up or be able to be on our way doing the things that you want us to do, Lord. God, we just thank you for all the things that you've done this week. Continue to bless us, encourage us, see us through. Give us the strength to do the things that you want us to do. And God, we just give you the glory and the praise. Touch every listener and everybody around the world that is tuning in to Anointed Radio, that they can know you personally, that a seed will be planted so that they can see your face, hear your voice in those tough and struggling times. And we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jay, and like always, I have something to say. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Anointed Jaylon, Anointed A N O I N T E D, Jaylon, J A Y L O N, or you can find me at Facebook at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, yeah, I just going to say good morning? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait, I'll wait on Lady AJ. Good morning. I thought, I thought you were saying good morning. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> this is Lady AJ. And you can follow me on Instagram at LadyAJ2020. Or you can drop me a line at LadyAJ2020 at gmail.com. And this is Coach here. It is early on a Sunday morning. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at 910coach. And you can find me on Facebook at Top of the Hill Radio. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and talk about an announcement. I cannot pass this up. This really kind of got to me this morning. Um, This morning I wanted to talk about in the headlines, brand new in the headlines, Sadie Roberts Joseph, the founder of the African American Museum out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, was found dead in her car trunk. This morning. Mm, mm, mm. She was 75 years old. That's just awful. That's, that's, man. You can't just, you know, I know a lot of times we we hear things like this and we just move on. But, nah, I can't, that's my grandmama. Let's just keep that right. That was my grandmama, that was my mama. And for it to just be we're looking for the person who did it. I hope this is true. Cuz I'm going to for I'm going to make sure to keep saying justice for Sadie because she was an advocate of peace. She started the first black museum to talk about history and she didn't deserve to go that way. Anyway. So 
definitely pray for her, for her family out. Yeah. That could be a dramatic thing. I know her sister is stressing. She has a lot of siblings. Her sister said that she came over because she lived two houses down and had some cornbread mix and said her oven wasn't working, so she went ahead and um, used her sister's oven. And when she came and put the cornbread in her stove, she never came back. That's disturbing. That is. It's just real disturbing. So I hope this gets a lot of highlight. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because that, first of all, being that, that she founded the Black Museum, an uh, iconic museum that shows people their history. Because mm-hmm. um, if this was somebody from the Smithsonian, it would be federal news, FBI beyond and everything, but I, I think this needs the actual coverage that it deserves. Now, I did uh, see something when they get ready to do uh, all black news from the all black perspective. Mm-hmm. Coming in, I think, the next six months. So, so lighter note, we do see stuff that is changing. Because I was actually talking to my son about this, and he was like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a great idea because they're always leaving us out. And this is something that you can't leave out. Yeah. Right. That was like if Martin Luther King got killed, and everybody's like, yeah, he got killed, and mm-hmm. we're, we're looking, and then they just kind of brushed it under a rug. No, nah, this is this is something. So rest in peace, Sadie Roberts Joseph. Um, I'm sorry that she had to go out that way. Right. I'm definitely praying for the family. Um, I heard, I saw it this morning. Reverend Jesse Jackson actually posted it. Okay. So yeah, that that's just crazy. It is. So yeah, that's my my bearing of bad news early on this Sunday morning. But definitely, I need all the prayer warriors to pray for that family because yes, with already they're going through it for the storm, the hurricane that's going through mm-hmm. with Hurricane Barry. But now this. Yeah. They they trying to stay safe and they got to deal with a death in the family that has nothing to do with a hurricane. Right. So that was those news. Yeah, you know I um, speaking of news, I also saw I unfortunately I can't remember what state this was in, but it was a young guy who was he's twenty one. He was um, the police were attempting to talk to him about something, ask him a question, and he took off, and it was a a chase. And then he drove into, he like drove into this, not the garage, but he, the the grass, the front yard of a house, and started shooting at the police. And the police shot back. He got out the car, took off running, and they found three children in the car. And the youngest child was nine months old. Wow. Uh, that's tough. Sense. Yeah, the, he uh, they they did ca- they did capture him, but that's just awful. Yeah. Nine months old. Well, we're gonna go ahead and talk about that's not nice. We're gonna, our our segment of something that's not nice, and we're gonna go ahead and give the that's not nice today to the weather. All over, oh, yeah. Because My Hurricane yeah. Barry, 
Um, Las Vegas is feeling like Louisiana, like we trade places. It's humidity, at rain. At 6.30, it was 91 degrees. Actually, to tell you right, at 12, mm-hmm. at 12 last night, mm-hmm. it was 108. Mm. The news, on the news this morning, they said that if you are in the sun for 10 minutes, then you can develop skin, skin can skin disease, skin, mm. skin, skin damage. Ten minutes, skin damage, if you're not protected by, you know. You know, I read an article sunscreen. a long time ago that uh, a six-week-old baby already had sun damage. Yeah. Wow. That's why they're supposed to be covered. Oh, yeah. So, we're going to give the weather. That's not nice. Hurricane yeah. Barry, these earthquakes, yeah. the yeah. heat, earthquake, the humidity. Yeah. It rained here. It rained. <laughs> And it got hotter, so we're gonna go ahead and <laughs> don't get that part. So we're gonna go ahead and give the that's not nice. That is not nice weather. I don't know what you're doing, Mother Nature, but you need to calm it down. It's summertime. Yeah, first you gave Las Vegas snow, then now we went through cold until almost July, and then now it's hot. And it's not a dry hot, what we're used to. It's a southern hot, which this humidity is killing us. So y'all need to pray for Vegas and pray for New Orleans and pray for all the places being affected by this weird weather and eco change. Yeah, the earthquake in Seattle. Wow, that's different. Washington State, yeah. That's different. What was that? I I missed that. It's a... Uh, day before yesterday. Wow. Washington State had a four-point-something earthquake. So like the Superman movie I watched a long time ago, start buying land in Nevada. We're gonna be beachfront guys. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and go into the mix, and we're gonna go with Anthony's Brown's "Blessings on Blessings." Hmm. See y'all in a minute. Ladies and gentlemen. This is not a drill. It's time for you to speak what you want to see. And if you're with it, then repeat after me. Come on. Every time I turn around, blessings, blessings. Every time I turn around, blessings on blessings. Every time I turn around, blessings, blessings. Yeah, every time I turn around, blessings on blessings. Yes, sir. I see blessings. There will be blessings on blessings. Oh, yeah. I see blessings, blessings. Yeah, yeah. There will be blessings on blessings. The favor of the Lord rests upon me. In my hands, I have more than enough. Holy goodness and mercy.
blessings, blessings, yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be blessings on blessings.
together for the one, the only Bishop Carlton Pearson. Thank you. Thank you, precious people. How many of you can say the Lord has done some good things for you? How many of you folks from out of town had a little attack of the devil just before you got here or came here? How many of you almost thought you weren't going to make it, but the Lord somehow brought you through? Look at somebody and say, the devil has won some battles, but he won't win the war. We win. We win. 
stomp on me. He's under your feet one time. I want you to remember this good old song, that my, one of the songs my mom taught me when I was a little boy. She, if you know it, just, just catch on with me and sing it. It goes like this. Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Come on. Jesus, I'll never forget what you set me free. Well, now, Jesus, I'll never forget how you brought me.
Plays by Kilante Gavin. I love that song. I love that song. You love that song, Adina? Yes. Okay. Yes. Ain't no it just takes me worship. to a whole nother level. A Amen. whole nother level. That should be a song. A whole nother level. Written by Pastor Jay. <laughs> Jesus got me on a whole nother level. Hey. <laughs> Jesus got me on a whole nother level. Hey, hey, hey. That song go crazy. All right. So we are back. <laughs> we can do that too. So. We are back, and we're going to go ahead and talk about how. Lady Angel, go ahead and say what you said. So I was having a back and forth with my dear sister, Reverend Kathy, who is the host of And She Shall Be Called Woman. And basically the, the point was even if we're operating within God's will, it's not always comfortable. And I, I, really, I really thought about that and meditated on it, and it's so true because even if you look at people in the Bible, let's say Joseph, for instance. Joseph was operating within God's will, and he sure went through a lot. And, and we do go through a lot, and we sometimes suffer and we're still right where God wants us to be within our purpose. Just like Jesus. Exactly. Same thing. Same thing. If you go now to David, same thing. Moses. Jah. If you go to Jonah. Yeah. Um, Daniel. Da- I was just about to say Daniel. Yeah. So, there's, so, there's, you know, so if you think about it, somebody, actually, we can go all the way down to Paul. Yes. Because he was in jail, and he said, this is exactly where Jesus wanted me to be. And if it wasn't for Jesus' will, this is where I deserve to be because this is this is the repercussions of the things that I did before I knew the Lord. Because mm. it always catches up to you. He was See, Paul was, was smart with what he said because he knew that he was like, I killed all these people that that profess Jesus Christ as Lord this is where I was heading anyway mm-hmm. now that I'm here even out of false pretense because we already know that the um, Caesar at that time Nero was burning half of Rome mm-hmm. and blaming it on the Christians due to um, he felt like they were getting too much power Right. so instead of crucifying them he would put them on stakes and then burn them mm-hmm. so it's like that's the the mindset. That's that's the world that Paul was in, mm-hmm. where he was getting blamed for all this stuff, and then all his friends and and people from his following are getting burned and killed in the streets, right. and it's like, and it had nothing to do with what he did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He had to go through a lot of uncomfort. See a lot of people die, perish, and go through suffering, and it had nothing to do with the action that he did. 
But one thing I could definitely say on that is anything that is of God is going to be uncomfortable. Hmm. I'm going to just let you know. It's not going to be just something that come in, something that you want to do. It's going to be something that's going to be like, ooh, I don't know about that, Lord. That's why so many people run. Because sometimes that burden is kind of heavy. And you're like, nah, I can't do that. Think about Jonah. Go talk to some people that are going to hate you, not like you, and go go and preach the gospel. Nah, I can't do that guy. And he was like, you know what, take a break. He put him in front of a a gorge. And he said, you know, I I, I put this plant, take a rest. Maybe I know you stressed. I know you, you scared and stuff. But you ain't nothing to be scared about. Just sit here, get a rest and all that. And, you know, Jonah sat under the gorge and he he. He was sleeping, chilling. He's like, oh, God gave me a break. I ain't got to go and talk to those people and all this stuff. And then guess what happens? A big worm in the morning came up and, said, and ate that gorge. And then now the sun is back on his head. And he's and God like, all right, time to go do what you're supposed to go do. He gets there and he's like, nah, he goes the opposite way. And then he gets on a boat. And then the people that didn't even know God got affected and, and part of his punishment because God was so angry of him running away from what he was supposed to do that people were casualties to his disobedience. Mm-hmm. And the mariners said, I don't know what you did, but they were throwing everything off the boat. They was like, I don't know. They was like, I don't know what you did and what, what God you angered, but we need to fix this. Because they was, these are people that were experienced, that have been on the seas forever and seen some oceans that they, they've mastered some crazy times. It's like, we can't do this one. Mm-hmm. So it, this is, God is mad at you. And so he said, throw me over the boat. And then the big fish, as we say, whale or whatever, come and swallow him. Mm-hmm. And he sits there for three days. Mm-hmm. And then gets sped out right where he began. So if you think about it, God going to get you to do it one way or another. Mm. It might not be with the stuff that you started with if you disobedient, because a lot of times that's what happens. You lose a lot of stuff from the begin with. Like you, you like you lose the blessings you already had. You might have to start all over because I've caught myself in my life starting all over in the exact same place with less resources than if I would have did it the first time, the right time without any extra like drama extra stuff baggage and all kind of stuff where it's like god wants you to go out there and stop asking so many questions and just do it it's kind of like when we sit and and try to surprise somebody how many times you get the 51 questions when you're like come on to the house why who over there? This, that. And then he's like, just come on. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't feel like going today. And then when you go over there, you see, oh, dang, you didn't bless me. You know how many people walk out they blessing? I actually done this before where I was like, hey, you know, come over. I got something for you. And, you know, I knew they were struggling. I was going to give them a little $20 or whatever, right? Oh, well, I'm too busy. Well, I put that $20 right back in my pocket. Oh, yeah. That's what God does to us all the time if you think about it. You sit and you like, man, I need this blessing. I need to, all right, we'll go to the left. I ain't got time to go to the left. I need to figure out in my way how to do this, right? Mm. And then when you get when you get through all what you're going through and you still ain't got it, God like, come on, come here, go to the left. 
Some people, like it was crazy what like Tyler Lowe said, some people die because of disobedience without even ever getting the blessing that they were supposed to get, the anointing that they were supposed to get, the, the destiny, because instead of doing it God's way, they was just doing it their way, and they were so stubborn on their way right. that there's so much unfulfilled purpose, mm -hmm. talent, and anointing in the grave. And that was because they weren't able to say, Lord, I will. Right. So I'm just saying, I think I think it's crazy if you really look at the, the text of how so many people, because think about Job. Like a lot of people said Job. When I first when I first started, I thought it was Job too, but it's Job. And when you look at Job, right, he went through a whole lot of stuff. And you know what his task was? Be faithful and patient. Which is so simple, but so hard. It is, it is, yeah. it definitely is. And I will also say that, you know, it's the little things, too, that can get you off track. Also, you know, when you're just supposed to be doing the simple things, I guess you would say, and you let somebody distract you because they cut you off, and then you'll, let, you'll bring that into your next situation because you're angry and you're upset, and, you know, and you should have just prayed at the guy. You know, you, you don't know what that person was doing. You don't know if he got a phone call, kid sick, something. You, you don't know the situation. You just know you got cut off. Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes some things might not be for your understanding, but you have to be faithful to God mm -hmm. and, and put him first. And and I I would attest to it. It's, it's hard sometimes for me mm -hmm. because, you know, I like to say, you know, that I'm new to it, but, you know, I've been in church for over 10 years, but I never even heard that first part of the story. All I knew he was in the well. Mm. That's all I know. <laughs> and I didn't even know he was in the well. I just knew somebody was in the well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with, with walking and stuff, you also got to read the Bible. And, and that's something that I've been trying to do. It, it's hard, you know, but because of, of my schedule, the way it's set up. And sometimes I think, like, Am I pushing him to a side because I got X, Y, Z going on, and I feel that's more important right now? Mm -hmm. So so I struggle with them type of situations. I know some things I could be doing better, but I'm so distracted by, oh, my kids got to be here. I got to be there. My wife's got to be there. My dog's got to be there. All types, everything, all the little stuff. And, and sometimes my day would be a lot better when I do pick up the Bible first. Yeah. It's proven fact. It's right. a proven fact. If you pick the Bible up first, your day's going to be a lot better. Even if you pray first, as long as you make God your first priority when you get up, he knows. He knows. That's like that's like extra uh, lighter fluid, you'll say. It's going to put the fire. It's going to start the fire quicker. It's going to burn quicker. It's going to burn stronger. So, you know, you just put God first in, in, uh, in your life and he would do a ton of things but it is difficult for me sometimes to stay focused so I am easily distracted. Well you know it's kind of like if you think about um, doing something without a plan mm -hmm. without any further knowledge just say do something we can't because a lot of times we lean on to our own understanding where it says in the Bible and Proverbs do not lean to your own understanding but submit to all ways to the Lord mm -hmm. showing that we won't know everything that's around each corner we won't know all the stuff and I, I, that, I, I always tie that Proverbs scripture to the very simple Disney movie of Finding Nemo where you think about it right do not lean to your own understanding that 
fish did not know her name. But she met some minnows while swimming miles in the ocean that told her. And they might have been some sardines, but minnows. But they, it was a community fish that came and <laughs> told her, that told them to go through the ravine. Don't go above it. Mm. Right? And they they met these people and then swam miles until they got to the ravine, right? Half of us can't remember what the last highway sign said after two miles of passing it. So she had memory issues. And at that time when they got to the ravine, she said something that if you can't see God is in everything, I'm, I don't know what to tell you. She said, something is telling me to swim through and not above. So if, if you look at it a lot of times, and if you didn't know the movie, what happened is she, she got distracted because Nemo Daddy said, let's go above. And when they went above, they got stung by a whole bunch of jellyfish. That's why the sardines told them to go through the ravine, even though it looked scary, dark, and it had dead bodies. But the dead bodies were coming from the fish above that was falling to the mm-hmm. ravine from the jellyfish above. So a lot of times there's danger above you that you, you go towards instead of actually going through safe zones that might be scary and unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is, if you really think about it. Operating in God is not always going to be the most, in your mind, the safest place, the most calmest place. It it might be chaotic in your brain, like to do what? To say what? To do this? To stand on this? To to isolate myself and and to pull away? To do this? To do that? To to say that I can't or I can? You know, there's a lot of things when, if you look into different variations, mm-hmm. where it's not going to be comfortable. You know, I um, when I when in 2015 I was diagnosed with cancer, and I knew immediately that I would be okay and and I received my healing immediately but I still had to go through chemotherapy and radiation and surgery and all of those places seemed dark to me but you know as I look back on that period of time in my life that's the time that I developed such an intimate relationship with the Lord even though I was suffering, I was still comforted by him. And I think a lot of times that's why we're in situations that are uncomfortable, because God's ultimate will for us is to seek him and to have a, rela- a personal and intimate relationship with him. And the time that you reach out for that is during times when things aren't working out, things are difficult things look bleak so just like Joseph like since I mean he's one of my favorite characters in the book Joseph went through all kind of stuff but yet he remained faithful and patient right and he was rewarded for that because I think a lot of times we think that we're always supposed to be going through things and that's not true either no because um, our guest, uh, AJ, on Wednesday, she's within God's will. And things are just really manifesting for her, for her. But she also talked about praying for 10 years 
for certain things. Right. And they finally come into fruition and being patient and faithful and not putting her own perspective on it. Exactly. Because patience, the patience is just, you know, prolonged faith over a period of time. That's what patience is. Right. And that's what we have to be. Um, Abraham waited for Isaac for 25 years. Well, you know, it's kind of, let's go to that. Because I love that book of the Bible. Where it talks about too. Abraham and yeah. Sarah, yeah. and it was Abram and Sarai. Um, when they, when the angel came, and that's why you have to watch yeah. about sh- the strangers that you meet because you don't know you if they're know angels in disguise. Right. Like when the angel came and said, "Hey, you're having a baby," God came, told me to come tell you, "You're having a baby." All right. right. Mm, yeah. I, I'm ninety some years old. What you mean I'm about to have a baby? Me and my wife is too old. You're going to have a baby. All right? But guess what? Well, the thing that I like about that period of time, because it wasn't just like he, she, he said they're going to have a baby and then it happened. Right. It was the part where he left and Abraham and Sarah had a normal pillow talk moment in in their house. Where Sarah was like, you know, I know what you heard from that little angel. You know how, <laughs> you know how how black people always put little angel and all them. I know what you, I know what he said. So called angel. You know, you know what he said. But I'm gonna just let you know, I ain't had no baby. I don't know what you think this is. And um, so I got this little handmaiden. Mm-hmm. She young. She got all the working parts. I know she can get pregnant. But I don't know about me. And mind you, th- this is something that we have to watch out for. When God tells you something, a lot of times we deviate because we believe that somebody else's opinion is more more important than God's voice. Because yep. if you think about it, there's always been, and, and why they put the wife is to show you that even the closest people to you cannot see the vision of what God has for you because mm-hmm. God's vision for you is different from your spouse or different from your kids. So you're not going to be able to fully understand. All you're supposed to do is pray and trust, mm-hmm. right? Just like Job's wife. Job's wife was like, man, you know, she wasn't coming from a malicious place. She saw her, all her kids die, mm. lose all her money, property gone, husband sick. And she's like, man, I don't know what you did to God. But you need to curse God and die. I don't know what, what you did. Because sometimes you got to look at this. See, she was looking at it from her own perspective. Because now this is coming back on me. Come on, come on, spouses. Mm-hmm. If you sit here like, I don't know what you did to upset my God. Mm-hmm. But you need to figure it out. That's what she was doing if you look at that, that moment. Because she was, first of all, feared. Like, wait a minute. We was good. We had the house. We got kids. I ain't got no kids no more. I ain't got no house no more. You sick. I'm not sick, but you sick. So this shows me something. Yeah. Right? Then the friends come and be like, and the friends can only say so much. The friends are like, I don't know, bro. Like, they, they sat with them, but they only could sit with them for a minute. Until they were distractions too. Yeah. Because if you look at each part of it, Job had to go through that by himself without with the people doubting him. It was showing the first evidence of Jesus, of what Jesus would have to go through. Because you gotta think about it. Job went through it by himself. Job had to get all the naysayers to tell him, Oh, I don't think you should be doing this. I don't think you should be faithful. I don't think you should be, you know, sitting here. Thinking that 
oh, God going to come get you. Look what God's done for you mm-hmm. to get him off track. And if Job would have got off track, it would have never came back. Right. T- you know, speaking of getting off track, you know, this is something that gets me off track. You know, when I meet people, don't know them from A through Z, and then we could be having the best conversation, and they would say, God has sent me to you. And that gets me scared. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, now, whatever I say, you're going to take straight to heart. And it gets me nervous because, like I said, I don't know a whole bunch about the Bible. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to steer people wrong. I would call it wrong but way. I also feel right now that, that I'm being told that uh, I know what I'm supposed to know if I'm being sent. Right. 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 So, But I feel so much pressure when somebody says, God sent me to you, sent, sent you to me. And... and I just try to give the best advice I can at that point. I kind of step back, and I try to re- regurgitate everything that I say. Like, okay, what did I say? You know, because I, when I'm speaking to somebody, it's genuine when I meet them. It's mm-hmm. always genuine, and and it goes to that. Like I told, like I tell some, my wife sometimes, like, wait a minute, four people already this week said God sent me. You know, you to me, and and all that, and it gets me. It just gets me so nervous because I don't know what to do in that situation. It's it's tough. Well, the, what to do in that situation? First of all, you pray. Amen. You pray to say, God, give me what what I need to be, what I need to say, mm-hmm. you know. And if it's not something, then let me be able to be a listening ear because sometimes God sends people to you just for you to hear, mm-hmm. and, and just to hear because a lot of people just need that that support system, a ten of ear because a lot of people in this world we know can you could tell them a whole lot of things. I've realized in my life and I started doing this and people get mad at me but I do it because I, I don't feel like wasting time if I feel like I'm talking to you and you just feel like you're just like not listening I would, I would, hang, I would be like alright I'm going to talk to you later I'm going to uh, go ahead and hang up because there's no point in me wasting my time right. talking to you if you're not even uh, like receptive to what I'm saying Right. if I ask you what I just said and you're like oh yeah yeah and then you start talking about you I'm going to automatically be like alright bro so I can't talk to you about anything so let me go ahead and get off the phone and I feel like a lot right. of times people do that to other people and then God finally sends you that person when you need to because when someone is coming to you, especially because I could just speak for myself, I don't really talk to that many people like that. Like yeah, I, don't I don't bother. Either. I don't. I don't yeah. bother people like that. I'm. I'm. I'm a homebody. So, if I might talk to you on the vision game, you know that's a different story. <laughs> but uh, like, I mean, like if Did I actually, <laughs> like if I actually coming out and doing an effort to come talk to this because I'm going through something. That means that I need an opinion. I need a, 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 some support, some comfort, something that I'm going through because I'm just knowing my personality i'm not just gonna go out and be talking about everything and talking about my business in the first place so for somebody to come out to you that's automatically showing you that they're looking for some type of comfort listening ear um, great advice or just somebody to be there that actually cares Mm -hmm. because you could find yourself talking to people that is going like that post we read oh my goodness i don't oh, forgot the scripture the like there's so many people stop being the go-to person for people that you can't go to that's mm. right and it's and, and it shows evidence right there yeah. where when god sends people to you there's a reason but you have to make sure that is of god because people will use that and I'm, I'm i don't want to preach today but i want people to realize this the the devil is a sheep 
a wolf in sheep clothing, where he will come and say, I am of God. I am trying, you know, God sent me, God told me, but if you could, you know how you could tell if somebody was sent or somebody has a message for you from God? When it has nothing to do with them, it does not benefit them. It doesn't even help them. It's for you. It's for you. Yeah. Like yeah. I've realized that I could tell the difference. You know, God gave me that revelation years ago because I used to hear people say that. And I'd be like, but God didn't tell me that part. And that didn't help me. That helps you. See, that's a form of manipulation. That's the for, and that's the way of the enemy. And that is not of God, right? Absolutely. God will God will send people, true people, to you that is going to either tell you a message if it if that was something for it, or if they send people to you, that's for you to give that word that you've been like, I don't know why I got this word on my heart. Yeah. And then this person said, "Man, God sent me yep. to you." I'm like, this is the person I needed to right. tell this word to yeah, because 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 there's like a connection, right? You know, like you say. Oh, well, you know, I was thinking X, Y, and Z, and then the person say, I was thinking the same thing. Right. It's like you're on one accord. And it's just like if if you just I kept hearing the word being patient. Yeah. Be patient. Be patient. You're like, I am. Like, you know, but you keep hearing the word be patient. And then this person come to me, man, I'm going through so much in my life and, and I'm I'm just trying to get it. I'm trying to I'm trying to make it happen. I'm trying and then you be, it makes sense. You're like, Oh, it ain't for me. Right. Okay, God. Use me then. I did say use me, Lord. A lot of people say use me, but forgot that that you got to actually be used yeah. at times. And it ain't going to have nothing to do with you. And then you're going to be like, oh, this person over here stressing and all this stuff. Oh, God told me to tell you, be patient. He got, he heard everything you're going through. Be patient. Mm. Then it ain't had to do with no Bible scriptures. You could mm. pray for them. But a lot of people feel like if I go out there and witness somebody, I got to preach. I got to get be a theologian. I have to get the word all doctrinated and all that good. No. Say what God tells you. Say, and if, like in the, even it says in the Bible, there's times for you to speak and there's times for you to be silent. God going to give you the, the things to say. But one thing that one, we have to realize, when God give us a task, and I could just close with this, when God give us a task, we can't keep putting off the task because we overthink it. It's not for us to overthink. You don't know how your interaction might be hindering something. You don't know how your 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 overthinking, your thought process, your actions, any any of the things that that goes with you kind of like intervening can stop everything that God is trying to progress. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's something that I have to kind of, I've learned, I think I could say I've learned this. And where does, I, it, does it stop or does it delay? It matters on how long. See, a lot of times you got to think about this. Because if We're it's already on, done, then it would be a delay. It wouldn't be a stop because God doesn't withhold any good thing from us, right? But if the person never gets there, it stopped. Because you got to think about this. If somebody's on a bus and God has been given exits and exits mm -hmm. and exits and exits, and you live on that bus for the rest of your life, there's a lot of people that has missed out on a whole lot because they were they were the, in the, the way. Decisions that they, the decisions, the decisions that, they, that made. they made. But it wasn't God's decision no, to not. No, because he always gives a way of escape. So it's always a way for it. It's just that mm -hmm. are people attuned to it? 
Mm. Are people actually putting the effort in actually, let's say, all right, this is how it is. Let's make sure that we're doing what God said, not what I say. Mm-hmm. You know, and I always tell people that don't go based off what Pastor Jay say. Right. Go based off what God says. <laughs> don't don't go by my words. That's why I always tell you either the scripture or the book to go to because I want you to go read it. And if yes, I was sir. wrong, yeah. come correct Pastor Jay. But it's going to be very hard because I really, <laughs> I really don't like that whole getting checked thing. So I make sure that the things I talk about, I make sure I'm actually on point with it. But if you correct me, I'm a person that'd be like, all right, I understand. Mm-hmm. But I think that's where we have to look at. There's so many people that are living day to day in hindrance because they end the way. They end the way of their blessing. They end the way or they're complacent to their blessing mm-hmm. because it takes work. Right. You ain't just going to get nothing. That's right. And we've all learned that. You, you can't expect a check and not go to work. Mm-hmm. And you can't just... Like like the old folks used to say, you can't be shacking up with the devil and expecting the God to pay the rent. Mm-hmm. So it's like you got to either pick and choose, like, am I going to go work and grind out and be for God? Or am I actually just going to chill and see how it goes? And how I see the world today is very scary because a lot of people rather just chill and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Because that's what YOLO and living my best life has been based off of, mm-hmm. of non-work, just chilling. But you got to remember, the people that made these quotes are not you. A lot of times people think that those quotes are made for them. But it's like these people have set themselves up where they're okay. Mm-hmm. You ain't did nothing yet. You ain't got no leg to step on. It is one thing that I'm gonna just talk about with financial literacy, and I'm gonna just come out with it now. It's sad that we have insurance for our phones, but we don't have insurance for ourselves. So you weren't worth nothing <laughs> when you was alive, and you ain't a worth nothing when you died. That is sad. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just put that out there. I don't know why that was put on my heart, okay. but I, just, I feel like that is something that needs to be said because there's a lot of people out there and wondering why there's so much financial. uh, deprivation where it's like why am I family just going through because they weren't worth anything when they were alive because they didn't work for nothing they lived on the system they got by any way they can and when they died they didn't have no insurance so guess what they definitely didn't help it out Mm -hmm. if we don't sit and better our community and challenge the things I know it sounds very blunt for me to say that but I'm just saying how blunt is it for your kids that had to struggle how blunt was it for your grandkids to be left with nothing? How blunt was it for all these people that, if you think about it, their families were set up and then now tore down because of ignorancy? Yeah. So that's what I had to yeah. say about that part. I'm just saying, <laughs> go get you some life insurance. It's $25. Got Tomorrow isn't promised. There's so many people that do GoFundMes. And it, it, it's your life, you don't know when to go. But you shouldn't make a burden for your loved ones. Right. At all. But Cletus. Where you at? He's there. All right, so this was another episode of Anointed Radio. We definitely want you to go get your tickets for the Anointed Summer Party. You can get our get the tickets at anointedradionetwork.com. Or you go to Anointed summerparty.eventbrite.com on Eventbrite go ahead and get your tickets and if you're planning on getting tickets at the door just know that it's a 
it's going to be $30 for general admission, $300 for VIP. When's the uh, last day they can get the tickets? Last day they get the tickets is the 27th of so the day July. before the day yep. right but day before that's ample time to you, save you could $5. go get you could go get you you could save five dollars every day from right now and be able to get your tickets for twenty five dollars that's two weeks from today so make sure you in the house rancho high school anointed summer party it's about to go down we are gonna have some great artists some great things happening make sure you're in the building well this is Pastor Jay you can find me at anointed Jaylon, you could find me at my church in a few hours, <laughs> and you could find me in my skin. So, <laughs> what I want to leave with you today is get out the way and let God take the wheel. And this is Lady AJ. Have a wonderful Sunday, everyone, and just remember, enjoy the journey. And this is Coach Hill. You can find me on Instagram at 910Coach. You can find me on Facebook at Top of the Hill Radio. And remember, patience is a talent that a lot of people don't have. See y'all next week.